Good morning, South Central Montana. It is Saturday. It's June 10th, uh, seven minutes after the hour of 8 a.m. Tommy Galop, your morning mayor in the house. Shane Matobin, half man, half amazing. He's in Canada, and he's not just blowing smoke into New York City either, folks. So he is working hard up there in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Got his days I, I, going. Keep it, you know, we, we suffered through this all last summer, so I, yeah. you know. Better are you than us. I was going to say, thankfully, it's on the East Coast where it belongs rather than here in Montana where you can't see the mountains or the anything else. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of nice to see New York City where you can't see a block away and whatever. And they postponed baseball games. And uh, they they weren't they were thinking about not running the Belmont today, but apparently it's cleared up enough they're going to run the Belmont. Uh, so, uh, that is uh, that is going on today as well. 197 shopping days till Christmas. It's National Ice Tea Day and it's Global Wellness Day, Shane. So I hope you're well today. I am. I'm well having a hot coffee. All right. Well, amen to that. Well, I guess Congress is in a uh, gridlock. Uh, McCarthy. Uh, Signed the uh, bill with uh, with uh, Biden for the debt ceiling, and the the uh, Freedom Caucus doesn't like it. Eleven of them uh, left Washington. Uh, they uh, shut down uh, the uh, uh, the reading of or the advancement of four bills. And who knows when Congress is going to operate again, Shane? Well, the, I guess when they decide it's it's an emergency. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got to have another emergency. When the sky starts falling, you know, which is going to happen before the planet implodes. So, Well, they're slated to vote again on Monday, but as the chamber recessed on Thursday, some of the detractors were signaling that the blockade will continue until McCarthy can satisfy their ill-defined demands. So, uh, don't know. (laughs) Well, it's just one of these things that they have to keep things working to... Try and solve them. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I'm i not actually sure what they do for their 109 days they're in session, Shane. Uh, I don't know. It's just. Well, it, not, they don't pay attention to each other. That's for sure. Well, that's certainly true. Uh, it's awfully true. So, yeah, I uh, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's just frustrating to go through all this crap all the time so uh-huh. but of course we've got trump indictment uh once again uh, donald trump under the crosshairs of some prosecutor somewhere this time i think in my Mi- <clears throat> miami i believe they're going to uh, uh well, shovel him into court on tuesday yeah. they're all department of justice lawyers mm-hmm. yeah so um yeah, we've got that going for him. Uh, this is this is over the Espionage Act, and um, they, oh, yes. have, they want to accuse him of treason. Yeah, they've got uh, thirty-seven counts. Uh, it, so if they can get one of the thirty-seven, they're home free, Shane. So I guess that's yeah. what we're working for. So uh, yeah, the handle of classified materials uh, supposedly shared uh, classified materials with somebody without clearance and. Have, they have a tape of him talking to somebody about classified material. So I don't know, Shane, where this is going to end up, whether it's another witch hunt or whether it's uh, actually going to uh, amount to 
something and the it's 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 nothing it's a misdirection to talk about trump to put the spotlight on him because the same day yesterday that uh they the department of justice announced this the congressional committee investigating the biden's announced that your president took a five million dollar bribe when he's vice president from the ukraine yeah and it's now documented so he's he's the traitor yeah. I mean, it's just sad, but it's true. Well, um, you know, the um, all the uh, Congress can do is forward that information to justice, which has had it for a long time, Shane. So <laughs> I don't see anything happening with Joe Biden anytime soon. Of course not. Yeah, but so. it's it's that's not the point. The, mm. Of course, the point is is I always accuse the Republicans of what you're guilty of because. Yeah. You know how well it works. You can deny it. They can't. And then you put them on the offensive mm -hmm. by utilizing government agencies to go after them because you're in control. And then deny that you're doing it. You know, like, of course, the Department of Justice is going after Trump. But Biden has nothing to do with it. He didn't tell him to do it. So, well, yeah. you know, it's yeah, it's it's a roundabout circle. That's the you know, it's a. That roundabout circle in Washington, mm -hmm. D.C., I can't think of what it's called, Pontiff Place or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's a roundabout with four lanes inside. Like, mm. you got to get into the first lane to <laughs> yeah. move into the second or the third to get to, yeah. It's, I got to say, that's a... <laughs> that's a big circle, buddy, of nothingness. Circle jerk, if you ask me, but it, I, don't, ooh, I don't know. That's a horny. whole other story. Uh well, uh, there is one scenario, Shane. Uh, Donald Trump uh, runs for president, gets a nomination, is elected, and pardons himself. Walks out of jail, <laughs> into the White House, no problem. So, <laughs> I heard a comedian the other night say on Gutfeld, which I thought was really funny, that for the first time in history, you could have two presidential nominees standing at the podium debating with uh, wrist, wrist um, ankles. You know, yeah, ankle uh, bracelets on. Ankle with with ankle bracelets on. Now that would be funny. That would be funny. I I'd like to. See, I would pay to see that's that one. Joke. That could be on pay per view. I think yeah, I think I, I think I'd pony up twenty bucks or so to watch I, I'd that pony one. Up to see them. Yeah. 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 And of course, two or three lawyers standing behind each. At least, of course. Yeah, you got to have yeah. that. So. Because you know they don't want to say yeah. something wrong to, you know, seventy million people watching. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing, Shane, and um, it, it's hard for Democrats to understand, I guess, and they're they're just they seem to be flipping out over this. And every time Trump's in the news for anything, uh, his poll numbers go up, whether it's a negative or a positive or whatever. And the the fear of this guy is. You know, it's becoming, uh, I'm not even going to use the fear anymore. I think it's terror. I think uh, <laughs> the terror of Trump being anywhere near uh, the White House just has these people have a place. It's, it, it's, it's, it's not terror. It's not fear. It's knowing that if he gets elected, he'll get things done. Yeah, well, if that's he true. Elected, yeah. he'll, solve, he'll solve problems. Mm -hmm. A chief executive of, in government or in business his only job is to solve problems. He goes in every day, solves problems. If he can't do them directly, then he, you know, he authorizes somebody or he relies on somebody to do it. Mm -hmm. So he has to trust people. 
And that, that the only mistake that Trump made is that he trusted people. When he first came in, they were all against him, and he didn't, didn't think they really were. And uh, that w ruined the first two years. And seeing what he could do, even with his own party against him, the Democrats started in on these mm -hmm. worthless investigations to try and deflect him from solving problems. They, they don't want problems solved. If governments solve problems, yeah. What, yeah. why will we need them? Now what? I mean, <laughs> that's right. Like, it, why are you there? Like, yeah. that, that's a reasonable excuse and a reasonable question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's exactly right. Uh, you know, the... Uh, uh, well, the uh, Republicans are pushing back. Uh, Jim Jordan, who's the uh, head of the Judiciary Committee in the in the House, uh, they've threatened to cut Department of uh, Justice and FBI funding uh, in retaliation for this witch hunt. Um, and I use the term witch hunt uh, as a news term, not my own personal thought, but... Um, but well, first of all, he's not a witch. He's a warlock. Yeah. So it should be called a warlock hunt. Yeah. <laughs> number, two, number two, they should cut it all. Um, just put the eight ball behind Biden's head because they look similar with one eye. And uh, you know, see what he does to try and fund the FBI from other departments. You know, he'll go to Homeland Security. He'll go to the Treasury Department. He'll go to different places uh, to... To fund it, but it would be interesting to see how the Democrats try to solve that problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, from our uh, app chat line, uh, AM 1450 on your smartphone, uh, accusing a former president of treason because he showed a paper from, from General Milley on the act of war against Iran. So, yeah, I guess we'll, I guess we'll find out what, how that goes. Let's take some phone calls. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Good morning, fellas, from Soggy Big Timber. Hey. It's a great one. <laughs> Grateful is more like it. Yeah, hey, there Tom, you are. Yeah. Uh, Tom, you, you mentioned something, sir. Um, the Congress is in session <clears throat> for 109 days. 109 days a year is about the average that they work, yeah. Yeah, they work, yeah. Now, uh, we should not be paying them but one-third of a year's work. <laughs> I would think right. so. They, they should be a citizen Congress because they're not there anyway. Yeah. But they won't They won't pronounce that because they want to get their full benefits and salaries. Yeah. Good grief. Uh, you know, I wish I could go to, to work an eight-hour day and only work two and a half. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, get the that's, full pay. that's that's the way it works in in America. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I got another question for you. Yeah. And the trial of, of of Donald Trump in New York was he convicted of a felony? No, no. Right. I, I have some. It wasn't a criminal. It wasn't a criminal. Uh, whatever. Uh, right, because it was, he was a civil, it was a, it was a civil case. Yeah, and right. It got mixed in with. Criminal charges, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I got into a discussion with this fella, and he says, Trump is a convicted felon. Yeah. And, I, you know, <laughs> I, I, it, it took everything I had to hold back and, and not headbutt this boy. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> well, you should just laugh at him. That's I, 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 I couldn't. I, I couldn't. I just, you have to cry because these folks are <laughs> so ignorant. 
I mean, evidenced by the fact that every week you give an economics 101 lesson to these robo-texters. It's, it's yeah. incredible. Mm -hmm. I, I have another uh, statement uh, or comment. Gentlemen, when President uh, Biden was vice president, this is when this uh, document reveals that he took I, I, someone said it was two five million dollar bribes. What, whatever it is, it was well, one for him and one for his son. Total of ten, right? And it was to affect and affect policy decision. And I'm saying to myself, mm -hmm. now hang on a second. And a, and a national talk show host brought this up also. Biden has no policy decision ability. It has to be the fellow that's above him. And we all mm -hmm. know who that was, right? Oh yeah. I would huh. I would think there'd be some probably a finder's fee for that money for Obama. <laughs> it, it, it would be funny if it turns out the big guy wasn't Biden, but it was Obama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. I was I was going to say the exact same thing. They're they're looking at the wrong big guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and and but the, this is why they're coming after they're coming after Trump so hard. It's to mm -hmm. insulate. I believe it's to insulate uh, President Obama. Not only that, they just don't want him, uh, Trump, in the White House because, as you guys just pointed out, he'll do more than clean house. I mean, he'll just he'll he'll take a hatchet to uh, especially the FBI and the Justice Department. Mm -hmm. He'll solve problems. Yeah. That's all, Jerry. Just well, simple. we hope we hope so. But hey, fellers, no matter who gets nominated as the Republican uh, candidate, they're going to come after that person. I don't care who it is. Well, all the bobbleheads are saying that all these Republicans are jumping in because they're convinced that Trump won't run. It's so funny because the reasoning is, well, he's got all these, you know, charges against him in Georgia and and potentially Florida and New York and and uh, boy, what? How, how's he able to do that? Well, because he's got money and he hires lawyers to do it. Give me a break! Like this, like, right? Some of the stuff people say is just so wacky. I heard uh, a comment. Uh, a commentator also mentioned the fact that the um, the um, Freedom Caucus and the Conservative Caucuses in the uh, in the Congress are very upset of one fact, and that was that the defense. Spending was um, a, a minuscule of three or four percent, where the um, EP, EPA got uh, six times that much, and they're very upset about that. Now you now you understand how this budget bill was such a disaster, and you understand yeah. how, as they love to say, the sausage is made. You know, I find that really hard. Do you think they make? Make it more like how the bread is made, like it rises nicely and it's formed. But the, the angst to me is that they use the expression sausage. That's, well, that's, that's sort of Well, there's a, there's a facility here in Big Timber um, that processes meat. And I want to tell you, it's ugly. I mean, when they're making elk sausage, it ain't pretty. I want no, to tell you it, that. It, it, no, it's not. No. No. And, and the shape <laughs> and everything. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Guts everywhere. Come on, guys. Yeah. People are having breakfast out there. Let's I know, I know. calm oh, down. Sausage, sausages and eggs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll let the, Thanks I'll let for the, the call. chime in. All you right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Thanks for waiting. Uh, good morning. Morning. Well, I believe that it's a very dark day in America um, with these indictments against President Trump. Um, of course, it's ongoing, ongoing, but 
you know, the FBI raids Mar-a-Lago like a SWAT team, and he's got all of his um, documents locked securely in his fortress, really, which is protected by, you know, the Secret Service and everything else. Anyway, so they get these documents. Um, as you guys know, I'm not going to try to go into all the particulars on it, but the president does have almost sole authority to classify or declassify documents at his discretion. So it's just another witch hunt. But anyway, and then apparently Biden, um, when he was senator, he was a member of the so-called Gang of Eight. And these people are regularly briefed on classified intelligence. So when he was senator, he must have removed those documents because they were found in his garage which is completely illegal. He had no authority to do that. Mm-hmm. So then, in the, of course, with the Hillary Clinton deal, um, you know, she had her lawyers destroy something like 30,000 documents when it was discovered she was using an unsecured personal computer. And, you know, of course, the investigation was virtually meaningless and nothing happened. And uh, the FBI director said... Um, James Comey said she was careless, but no respectable prosecutor would ever take it to court. Which means she's guilty and she did what she did, but we don't want to go after her. Right. The same James Comey, Comey before Trump fired him, he was intimately involved in the false FISA court fund to spy on the Trump organization, of course, based on the Russian hoax that was cooked up by Hillary. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then in the meantime, we have bank records and testimony from Hunter's former business partner, Bob Alinsky, as well as a very credible FBI whistleblower that indicate Biden had Biden over, what, 10 LLC businesses set up to mm-hmm. launder money from China and others. And now this FBI whistleblower and the documents that were recently viewed by the House Oversight Committee tells us that um, when Burisma in Ukraine was trying to buy an energy company, I guess it was, in the United States, Joe was given $5 million, as your other caller indicated, and Hunter was also given $5 million in bribe money to grease the wheels. So, I mean, this administration and the Justice Department under Merrick Garland are corrupt and treacherous as a den of vipers, in my opinion. So... I don't know. I think every American, whether you like President Trump or not, should be outraged by these indictments and unequal application of our laws, guys. Uh, just very dark times. Our country, I think, now has two tiers of justice, one for Democrats, another for Republicans and conservatives. So I don't know. I believe that tyranny is the new norm under this evil administration, guys. And that's my opinion. All right, man. Thanks for the call. And if you want to know how I really feel, I'll okay. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much. Hey, we appreciate it. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. Take care. All right, thanks. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Well, it's a very gloomy morning. Yeah. And, uh, I tell you, the United States is a very, very extremely unstable nation at the moment, mm-hmm. and we have become a banana republic. There's mm-hmm. absolutely no doubt about that. And uh, it's going to be up to us to fight back on all of this. 
And, of course, we do know why they got uh, charges against uh, former President Trump. I mean, this is a, a two-bit DA in, from New York City that's funded by George Soros, for God's sakes, that first brought, you know, these indictment charges against him. And, and, and yes, it is absolutely outrageous. And at the same time, I'm, I'm going to have to mention the activities of China and Northern Africa. We have to really, uh, as a country, get focused on leadership. Uh, because uh, China has been invading Northern Africa now since uh, 2007, and uh, it's it's crumbling. And if uh, they actually have mercenaries in Northern uh, Africa uh, murdering people, and if Northern Africa crumbles, next will be Europe. And uh, we're not playing games here. I mean, I I don't think Americans are taking any of this seriously enough. And uh, I think, uh, like President Trump, if uh, one of them, uh, he calls them bastards, if uh, crazy bastards, if they one of them pushes the red button and sends a nuke over here, uh, then Americans will wake up, but then it'll be too late. And so my prayers are with everybody this morning, and we really have to get down and take all this seriously, my fellow uh, Americans. Um, this, this, this is really um, bad, what's happening. Yeah. Well, uh, couldn't agree more, Nancy, so. Well, I, uh, I'm, uh, I don't know uh, where this is going to go. I'm like you. I, uh, it, it could push us towards total um, support towards uh, former President Trump, or yeah. it could, could divide us more, Tom. Uh, and and we could go towards more of a civil war here, which uh, it looks like we're on the edge of one, anyways. Uh, we're yeah. not going to be in a revolution. We've already had a revolution. Yeah. It would be. I got. I got to go, Nancy. Disturbing. I'm up against the clock. I'm up against okay. the bottom of the yard. Thanks so much for the call. Appreciate it. All yeah. right, we'll be back with more Tom and Shane. Don't go away. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back, everyone. It's 27 minutes for the top of the hour, 9 a.m. At 9 a.m., of course, we'll have the 10 Trump uh, policies, actions, things that happened during the Trump administration that you weren't aware of. That'll be coming up at uh, 9 o'clock this morning. What a tease. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, from our app chat line, AM 1450 KMMS on your smartphone. With all the bullpucky uh, legal suits against Donald Trump, it's not free advertising due to lawyers, but probably costs less than ads on TV and radio combined. And I'd agree with that, Shane. I, He's getting all, the free, getting all the free stuff he can. And, and not only that, <laughs> but the, whether you, you like him or not, uh, especially on the networks and the social networking and everything, you look at it and shake your head and go, oh, my God, which just even even people that don't like him as well as do, they all see him as a victim. They all do. Everybody does. They know it's there's just no way a single human being in that position, you know, like if I was him, I would get them to come up with all the charges, like the total, it's got to be like two or 300, right? <laughs> I would think so. I mean, it, it's just, it's just so ridiculous. Uh, uh, yeah. It's anyway, you could, he couldn't pay for the, uh, uh, the coverage. So it's, it's huge. I mean, it's like 2016 all over again in reverse. Yeah. Meaning, you know, they're covering him for negative reasons instead of covering him for positive reasons. Yeah. So, so it's, uh, yeah, it's, the democracy is obvious. 
Are you done? <laughs> you just yeah, kept going. Yes, I ended. I ended with my voice dropping off. So okay. Well, you gave a couple extras in there, so. Uh, from our like app chat line, AM fourteen fifty KMMS. I have a question. The first debate was Nixon and Kennedy in sixty one, televised. Uh, did they have debates on radio before that? And yes, they did. Uh, in uh, May seventeenth of nineteen forty eight. Uh, Thomas Dewey took on the inimitable Harold Stassen. Uh, Harold ran for president, I think, something like 10 times. I forget how many how many times he ran, but he was a perennial guy. And I think the first time a president appeared on radio was uh, Grover Cleveland in 25. Uh, Maybe possible. That's what, I, that's what I could find just with a quick. Uh, and then, of course, search. during the Depression you had, and the war, you had the fireside chats from yeah with FDR, FDR, yeah, yeah. and and even Truman. He, he, you know, he he got on and complained about the press, the way the press treated his daughter mm-hmm. because of her bad piano playing. Yeah, yeah, he was going to punch uh, punch the reporter out. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> he, he he was a Biden, you know. Yeah, gonna get <laughs> yeah, corn pop, take him out behind the gym. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's a bad guy there. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, have either one of you actually read the indictment? Uh, you probably have, Shane, because you're anal, anal retentive. Yeah, I read everything. Yeah. And the, uh, 31 of the counts are the same thing. So th- this is more. Th- it, this is a casual uh, defensive case and his lawyers know it anybody that reads it will look at it and go there's really there's nothing here no. it's all accusations there's no evidence they haven't provided anyone any evidence just the indictment and keep in mind the indictment has to be approved by uh you know it i mean it's got to be approved by merrick for one well for merit and 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 uh it has to be improved by a grand jury the the, the grand jury's next week and they're going to indict him before a grand jury, but they make it sound like on television that he's been indicted. Yeah. No, they're they're asking to him for him to be indicted with mm-hmm. you know a grand jury next week. So yeah. again, appear, misrepresentation. He'll appear Tuesday in uh, Miami. Yeah, I guess. exactly. All right, best job well, ever. No, no, let's just uh, let, let's just be careful here. You think that anyone on a if if this trial is in in Florida, Miami, in particular, mm-hmm. you think they're going to indict him? Depends on where it is. If it's in Dade, just if it's in Dade it's... County, yes. Uh, if it's okay. anywhere other than Dade County, no. Okay. Uh, best job ever: being a Trump lawyer, get stiffed on the bill, go to prison for the effort. Uh, well, I'm not going to pay you if I'm going to prison. Jeez, give me a break. Well, that's just so untrue. <laughs> I know. Uh, am I the only one who sees DeSantis as a string candidate without the baggage of sexual assault, cheating, and indictments? DeSantis 2024. Well, let me let me give you the bad news about DeSantis. When the debates start, and the first one's August 23rd, when the debate starts and when the primary starts, the other candidates besides DeSantis are going to take votes away from DeSantis. They're not going to take them away from Trump. Because Trump voters are going to be Trump voters no matter what. So DeSantis is going to have a real challenge because all of these other candidates, Haley, Vivek, uh, uh, Tim Scott, um, Corey Stapleton, 
<laughs> are going to take votes away from DeSantis. So just keep that in mind that uh, DeSantis may have a tough road to hoe. Uh, even uh, even if Trump's in prison, uh, they're still going to vote for him. So, yeah, you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am. It's it's a it's a it's one of these. Who's going to debate whom? Yeah. In both parties, because mm-hmm. uh, you, you now have a situation developing quickly. Uh, day, you know, Kennedy's over twenty percent now. Yeah. And uh, so it's it, it's a growing concern um, after the collapse of Biden at the Air Force Academy. Mm-hmm. You can't deny any of this. You just you can't. Yeah. Well, I put the I put the Air Force Academy on the Secret Service. Uh, that's their fault. Uh, they need to they need to clear the path for the president. Uh, so, you know, they can't can't have yeah, stuff they're out the there. Ones, they're the ones that tripped over and fell down because they can't see where they're going. Well, yeah, right. no, no, that's their yeah. fault. That's on them. That's not on the president. No, it's not on them. I will guarantee you that any place this guy walks again on a podium, that the Secret Service is going to have everything cleared out of there. Uh, right, yeah. Including his wife and his son. Whatever. But uh, anything what? he can trip over is not going to be there. I'll guarantee you that. I, I just can't believe you said that. Well it's, well, it's the truth. It's their fault. They need to clear no, that not, place. How, how do you know it's the truth? How, you you couldn't see the sandbag. They, no one showed it. No one sh- showed where it was. He, even even he pointed at it and said, "Oh, it was a sandbag." I didn't yeah. see. Yeah. Well, pff, that's not on the Secret Service. That's on him. Well, it's on Can't the Secret see. Service for not uh, not making sure that the pathway is clear. I don't know why he walked that close to it, but uh, still, in all, uh, there should have been somebody there. Guarding that area. Well, let, let's let's be out clear about something too. We're assuming and accepting that it was a, a sandbag. He could have just tripped. He could have tripped. Blamed it. He could have tripped. So, yeah, that's yeah. Right. But right. Whatever, whatever the cause, he went down. All mm-hmm. right, and yeah. it didn't look pretty. Okay? Well, no, it didn't look pretty. Anytime any old person falls, it doesn't look pretty. <laughs> I fell the other day and bet on both. On both my knees by by catching the edge of a curb, yeah. and I landed mm-hmm. right on the cement. It hurt, and I I I, I rolled to my side. Yeah, stretch stretched my legs out, rubbed my kneecaps because I thought I could have cracked one or broken yeah. one. <laughs> anyway, the right one was fine, and mm-hmm. the left one was sore for several days. So yeah. Yeah. He, he's the one thing that concerned me about that whole thing that happened, and I I don't want to say this. Is their eagerness to help him up? I think was wrong because if yeah. he'd hurt himself, if he'd hurt, broken if, a hip or something, yeah, they would yeah, have done some real hip damage. Or to him. Yeah, kneecap or something. Yeah. Or, you know, the, yeah. that would have been horrific because then they would have had to have carried him off. Yeah. <laughs> From our text line 406-478-8298, if you were okay with a private citizen sharing top secret nuclear secrets. With civilians in his golf motel endangering uh, our soldiers, please leave my country now. Nobody said anything about we're being okay with anybody sharing top secrets uh, with people who don't uh, don't deserve to see it. Sorry. Uh, at nine o'clock, top ten lies. They're not lies. <laughs> 
Why do you keep saying they're lies? They're, they're reported factual things that happened during the Trump administration. Will you list his top two indictments and top scams? He's not president when he got two indictments and top scams. Fake university stealing from a children's charity? Who cares? Well, first of all, let's let's go back on both. Yeah. Uh, the fake university was an issue that was, again, the entrepreneur side of uh, Trump. Um, many companies that he, he developed or tried to run, water companies, a new brand of liquor, a vodka. I mean, there's, a, you know, air, airline, casinos. Yeah. I mean, he was willing to try to create wealth everywhere. Yeah. So when this uh, on, online opportunity, because it was literally one of the first, he, you know, that he did, it worked out very well, but most people uh, couldn't uh, afford to pay and didn't pay. And secondly, the, the, their degrees weren't accepted because it was from his university. So he mm -hmm. shut it down and he paid everybody back. All right. He paid everyone. Same thing with the charity. He paid the money. He, it was his money. He put it in and he put the money back in the charity for the painting he bought. And then he uh, closed the charity down. So that's what happened. Those are the facts. Go read them. There you go. You know, his biography and autobiography are going to be great someday. <laughs> I hope I'm around to read them. Yeah. From our text line, does the balkanization of our country threaten our society? Why do I get the feeling that the left wants to turn the U.S. into another Venezuela? That was from uh, last week, by the way, just catching up since we're talking about that topic uh, today. Because that's what the Demo Demolition Party is historically. Mm -hmm. It's a party of chaos, civil war, uh, racism, Jim Crow. Uh, you know, uh, KKK members in the U.S. Senate and the House mm -hmm. from the uh, 20, uh, what, the 28 election? Um, mm -hmm. No, let's see, 1920, 1932 election. 32 members of Congress, KKK members uh, in the House and eight senators. Give me mm -hmm. a break. All Democrats from the South. Yeah. And on and on and on. All right. Mm -hmm. And we keep telling this to people, but it's like, well, that's okay. I, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> going to judge them for what for what they are. The grand jury already indicted him. How uninformed are you? Do we say he wasn't indicted? They they they're going before the grand jury to indict him. That's you know. No, he's going to he's going to court. I know he on is. Uh, on Tuesday in Miami. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think he's already been he's already been indicted. They got thirty seven counts against him. So I think that's a done deal. Oh, well, let's see. Uh, last week we were talking about the homeless. Uh, I moved to Bozeman late seventies, and there were very few homeless people. The only problem provided was they answered the simple question: Do you want to go east or west? If they answered east, they got a ticket to Billings. If they said west, they got a ticket to Butte. So there you are. Yeah, yeah. That's how it worked. Absolutely right. So, well, um, uh, Tuesday we'll know, I guess, uh, what's going to happen with uh, Trump in uh, in court. Uh, I I don't think anything. If if Trump is convicted of anything, um, he's not going to uh, set foot in prison. I don't believe until 
after the 2024 election because there'll be appeals, there'll be all kinds of uh, actions taken and whatever, um, you know, uh, between now and then. So, I mean, he's going to be in trial sometime in March in the middle of the campaign uh, again in uh, um, in New York or in, no, Georgia. I think he's going to Georgia in March. So, anyway. So there you are. Uh, <laughs> Shade reads with extreme bias. Tom and audience need to read themselves. Okay. Well, I don't know where that comes from. I'm I'm only um, commenting on what I've read and what it says. And uh, clearly, I've established that I'm a conservative. Uh, person that has social concerns and and believes in social values uh, that provide for people who can't provide for themselves. Yeah, and I'm and I'm fiscally responsible. But that's not that's not a terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in Canada. He doesn't have a dog in the fight. So please. Uh, the trial of uh, Donald Trump is going to take place in Miami. The prosecutor is Jack Smith. They bought and paid for whore of George Soros, the communist. When this travesty of a trial occurs, I hope there's a million people surrounding the courthouse and surrounding area protesting this vile event. And there probably will be some demonstrators there, I'm sure. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> Holy cow, the textures woke up with a king-size fart in the brain this morning. <laughs> there you go, Shane. Jeez. Uh, Tom, you're a little testy about your guy's top ten. Also, has Shane been drinking? He's slurring his words. Slurring? He's slurring your words now. <laughs> If, if Trump is so perfect, why did three of his attorneys quit on him recently? He is running out of attorneys. I don't think he'll ever run out of attorneys. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. It's not a top ten list, by the way. It's just ten things that happened during the Trump administration that you aren't aware of. That's all. We're just bringing you information that you didn't know. Or may not be aware of. Or may not be aware of. It's not a uh, it's not a top ten, or it's not a, a list of positives or successes. Yeah, I'm testy about it. <laughs> Doing a public service here. <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, he tri he clearly tripped over something. I'm just saying he immediately identified the black sandbag, while six other white ones were right there too. <laughs> So there uh, uh, that's very good. I like that. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, All right. yeah I, it was a black sandbag that didn't vote for him. Yeah, that's right. Let's see. On uh, Tuesday, Trump will stand uh, before a church uh, that he appointed. I can't wait to hear and uh, hear and call the judge a liberal Democrat. Okay, well, I have no idea who the judge is or if he's a liberal Democrat or not. I'm sure he is. So, oh, let's see. Uh, well, from last week, uh, Tom is right. Trump or uh, 
Abortion was on the ballot in 2022, which is why no Republican candidate will answer abortion questions regarding a federal ban. And I'd agree with that. That's not true. It's not true. Who's answering about a federal ban? Who wants a federal ban on abortion? The guy that ruined the election, a senator from Carolina. Who? Who got up and said that the that the Republicans should, you know, put, when we take over the Senate, we should put we should put forward. Oh, a, Lindsey a, Graham. Know, Lindsey party. Graham. I won't use his name because he's the one who he blew up the entire election because of what he said. Well, <laughs> it's all one guy, big mouth Lindsey Graham. Okay, mm-hmm. that's who. That's who ruined the twenty two election. No. Uh, please tell all the transplants uh, that uh, fall is in 98 days. Temperature will drop, and then winter's coming. <laughs> yeah, from Rachel in Miles City. Get out of our town. Get out of our state. <laughs> Can we have summer first and not let my tomatoes grow? No, oh. no. Sorry, that's that's not going to work. Well, let's see. Uh, boy, that's a lot of text. That's way too many to read. So I'm not even gonna not gonna go there. <laughs> so. Okay. If you want to, that's your choice. Your you want, show. Yeah, if you want to text, be brief. That's right. It's only a three-hour show. So. <laughs> and we want to talk during most of it. That's right. Yeah. Well, President Biden vetoed a measure that would have overturned his student debt relief plan, uh, Shane. So uh, I guess student debt relief is still on the books till it gets to the Supreme Court. Well, that's right. And mm-hmm. let us remind everyone, it's already mm-hmm. part of your debt. I mean, the U.S. is owed the money. Your government, you, mm-hmm. all you people, you know, this whole idea, oh, let banks fund it. Well, no, no. That's why the U.S. government owns the debt. Because back in the 90s, banks stopped lending money to people going to college. Mm. So the U.S. government stepped in under Clinton and they set up these guidelines and the protocol for people to be given, um, which we've gone through. And there's about five different uh, uh, aspects of the loans and uh, and the legislation and so on and so forth. So uh, I'm being repetitive. I apologize. But th- this bank, this student debt are... It's like taxes owed, basically, right? That's what it is. Okay, yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it can be that way. Well, the president. I mean, why, why don't they hire five or ten thousand guys to go out and collect it? If yeah, hire IRS people. I was gonna say, yeah, let's go get those guys. President's proposal has been a target of Republicans since he first unveiled it would impact forty million borrowers, uh, providing ten thousand dollars in loan forgiveness to those making less than one hundred twenty-five thousand uh, annually, and twenty thousand in forgiveness for Pell Grant recipients. Pell Grants. Pell Grants. Pell grants don't have to be repaid. I don't know what you're gonna. What are you, what are you gonna do? You gotta give. Uh, is the government just gonna uh, pay that back to the government? I guess. Well, it, look. The bottom line is the average debt is thirty-two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of money, but the bottom line is that's what the average individual. It's like owing taxes. Yeah. You it owe is. it to your government. And you to your you owe it to your friends, your neighbors, your parents, everyone you walk by all day long. It's an American. You owe them that money. So, yep. yeah. 
Well, the other thing, too, is, Shane, that when you get out of college, you know, you go to your first day at work and you're 30 grand in debt, which means, uh, you know, you're going to live in some scrummy apartment for a while. You're not going to start a family. You're not going to be able to own a home uh, till you uh, get the student loan under control. And by that time, you're 40. You can't get out of your job because you're fearful that you know, if you'll be fired, you won't go. You won't be able to get a job anywhere else, and you're trapped. And um, you know, it's just another government way of getting control of you. That's all the government wants. We want to control you. Period. Top to bottom, left to right, head to toe. So it's, when I stop, you start. Oh, I. I it's just. It's just a, a re, it would be just a reflex response saying, um, to some degree, I agree with you, but you would think that the people in your society capable of going on in education to develop uh, uh, some sort of uh, business acumen that they can apply because they're capable to do so wouldn't end up having to not be able to pay it off sooner than that or make a reasonable attempt to pay it off. So during the 5, 10, 20, 30, 40 years you're talking about, you know, $500 a month, $1,000 a month. No. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That's 12 grand a year and three years is paid off. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, if I make it to the U.S. Senate position, I will work hard to de-hypnotize your texters and move on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like That's that. from our pal Ride on John. Yeah, <laughs> on our AM 1450 KMMS chat line. Okay. Republican Party has eight candidates. Uh, okay, I lost that one. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll get back to that one. I don't know where that went. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Hey, when we come back, 10 things you didn't know happened during the Trump administration. 10 things you didn't know happened. We'll be back with those. Count them. 10 of them. Count them. We'll, 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 right, we'll cut them down for you. Uh, it's the Bel- Belmont Stakes weekend. We'll be right back. Seven minutes after the hour of 9 a.m. Uh, good morning, everyone. Tommy Gillespie, your morning mayor in the house. Shaman Dobbin, half man, half amazing in Kamloops, Canada. And uh, 10 uh, things that happened during the Trump administration that you weren't aware of. Here we go. North Korea. In response to North Korea's buildup of nuclear weapons and missiles, the communist nation was officially designated a state sponsor of terror by the Trump administration on November 20th. That's 2017. The uh, Treasury Department followed up with sanctions on organizations and companies doing business with North Korea. In mining, uh, mining increased 28.6% in the second quarter and was the leading contributor to growth for the nation and in the three fastest-growing states of North Dakota, Wyoming, and Texas, according to the Commerce Department. Stocks, the Dow Jones Industrial Average surged more than 331 points on November 30th to close above 24,000 for the first time in history. 24,000, Shane. First time in history. (laughs) (laughs) Stocks were buoyed by the possibility of the Senate passing the Republican tax reform bill championed by uh, President Trump. And as I've said, I don't give presidents uh, 
credit for stock markets, unemployment, uh, increases or decreases in the GDP. That's all uh, controlled by business. And in this case, um, the business liked uh, the possibility of fewer taxes. In healthcare, the uh, state, uh, I'm sorry, the Senate tax reform bill passed December 1st eliminates Obamacare's individual mandate. The linchpin of Obama's government-controlled health care system, which penalizes taxpayers for choosing not to buy health insurance. Tax reform propelled by the engagement of President Trump, the Senate on December 1st passed the biggest rewrite of the nation's tax system since 1986, reducing rates for businesses and individuals. The Republican-led House passed a similar bill in November, Two chambers of Congress will negotiate a reconciliation of the two bills, and they expect to put it on the president's desk for the end of the year. Immigration, uh, Secretary of State Rex Tillerson announced December 3rd, the Trump administration is withdrawing from the Global Compact on Migration, arguing the pact would undermine the sovereign right of the United States to enforce their immigration laws and secure our borders. Tillerson made the announcement just before the opening of a global conference on migration in Puerto Puerto Vallarta, somewhere in Mexico. It's it's one of the places we used to go for R&R in Vietnam. Puerto Vallarta or somewhere like that. I don't know. States' rights. Uh, President Trump signed two executive orders December 4th that gave back about 2 million acres of land to the state of Utah by modifying executive orders by President Obama, arguing the Antiquities Act requires that any reservation of land as part of a monument be be confined to the smallest area compatible with the proper care management of the objects of historic or significant interest to be protected. So, good for him. Give it back. Immigration. The Department of Homeland Security released figures December 4th showing Trump is delivering on his pledge to more strictly control immigration and detour would-be border crossers. Border Patrol arrest dropped to a 45-year low in physical year that ended September 30th, down 25% from the year earlier. I said the number of people apprehended away from the border jumped 25% this fiscal year. The increase is 37% after Trump's inauguration compared to the same period a year before. In Israel, while the previous three U.S. presidents promised during their election campaigns to recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital, President Trump on December 6th became the first to allow that to happen. In his official order, Trump also ordered the U.S. Embassy to be moved to Jerusalem from Tel Aviv. Israel Prime Minister Netanyahu responded, President Trump, thank you for today's historic decision to recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital. And I believe, Shane, he renovated an existing building and saved about a half a million dollars uh, on that move. That's true. In the military, the Trump administration asked a federal court December 7th for an emergency stay to delay a court order to begin opening the military to transgender recruits by January 1st. And there are your 10 Trump actions that happened during the Trump administration for this week.
All right, explain to me why Republicans support my tax dollars going to pay for K-12 education, but tax dollars going toward marketable college degrees or trade schools is a bad idea. Well, because the reason it's a bad idea is because if you take on an obligation, you should be able to pay that obligation back. That's the well, difference. Well, in the case of trade in, in the case of trade school or uh, a trade, most trades, well, mm-hmm. all trades have a protocol and a procedure. And it's about a five-year uh, effort for you to become, mm-hmm. you know, a recognized plumber or electrician or carpenter. Yeah, you got to be and, certified and, or whatever, yeah. That's right. And, and mm-hmm. you do it in the field working for someone, and they sponsor you. Mm-hmm. And, and you have a series of tests over two or three years that you have to take mm-hmm. as you move from junior to a senior person in, in that trade. So it's, it, that's already out there. That, that yeah. There's no, there's, there would be nice in high school if there was some preparation for that because you wanted to go in a trade. Mm-hmm. You know, if you could learn the basics of carpentry, electro, you know. Um, um, yeah, I don't know if they have shop or, or wood shop or uh, stuff anymore in, in high schools. Um, no, they don't. Some parents out there, let me know. 522-TALK is the number. Yeah, let me know if uh, any of the high schools here have a wood shop or a metal shop or, you know, something like that for uh, for the kids. Uh, I, I took metal shop, and mm-hmm. I, I made a funnel. All right. Well, the uh, um, I, I really think the student loan should pertain to trade schools. I think we, you know, we need more. Uh, construction workers, we need more welders, we need more, uh, you know, electricians and plumbers and people like that, that, you know, uh, people used to look down on those kinds of jobs. But, um, you know, if you go out behind uh, uh, Rose Hours out on Garfield, where our Opportunity Zone is, thanks to President Trump, you see about 20 uh, buildings going up out there. So there's a lot of people working that weren't working during the pandemic that are making some pretty good money out there right now so well all the trades people now make between you know 75 and a hundred thousand dollars yeah. a year i mean that's you know that's that's just the number yeah nice middle income mm-hmm. managed lifestyle and yeah. uh, it's something that you can do for 30 40 years as long as your health holds up you can enjoy that work yeah. And a lot of it's outside, so it's something to do in the morning. You get up and, mm-hmm. you know, you get dressed and go to work and shower when you come home. Yeah. It's... I, I was a suit. I got up and shaved and showered and went to work, came mm-hmm. home. Yeah. Yeah, and it's 40 shaved, degrees outside, uh, below zero <laughs> when you go out there. <laughs> when Joe Biden was recently asked about $10 million of bribe money from Burisma in Ukraine, he smirked and said, where's the money? Likely hidden in an offshore account in the Cayman Islands. What a pathetic lying fraud. Well, they still have an answer to the other 10 members of the family between his son and himself that did receive money, too. So this is just a it's a it's a circus. It's it's just a big circus. Uh, Three rings. (laughs) Shane didn't read the Mueller report. Shane didn't read the Durham report, and he sure as heck didn't read the indictment. He is a bi- He's just a biased tool. 
Thanks for reminding me that Trump never made it on his promise to remove Obamacare and replace it. Trump also provided over the largest stock market crash. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> he wasn't there in 87. He wasn't there in 29. He wasn't there. <laughs> in 99. He wasn't there in 2002. He wasn't there in 2007 and 2008. And he's not there now because you're in the middle of one. It's just been extended by the Federal Reserve. Yeah. Uh, The land in Utah went back to the BLM, not the state of Utah. Well, it's in the state of Utah. And, um, you know, it's because it's a national monument why it's under the BLM. And that's not Black Lives Matter, too. I should point that out. But under BLM, it's least. Bureau of Land Management, yeah. Orange skies in Orangetown, New York. LOL. Okay. (laughs) Go along with with that. Uh, Let's see. From uh, from our app chat line, AM 1450 uh, KMMS on your smartphone, everyone is saying Democrat versus uh, Trump. Uh, It's... uh, it is not. It is Washington D.C. versus Trump, 2016. Trump has a majority in Congress and Senate, and couldn't get rid of the American Care Act, and couldn't get a balanced uh, budget passed or the wall built. Three of his cabinet members were prosecuted for mischievous BS. Signed, Ennis the Ennis the Bruce the, the Bruce from. Never mind. I can't even say it. Well, <laughs> the Ennis no, from Ennis. The menace from Ennis. I'll get it in a minute. Jeez. The bottom line is he did have it done. It went through Congress. And only one senator from the great state of Arizona, who I won't name, voted it down. So it, by one vote, by a U.S. senator who ran three times on doing it, you know, getting rid of Obamacare, um, you know, said, oh, no, I'm, I'm going to vote for it. So. So there you go. <laughs> Just That's that right. There you go. All right. All right. Well, uh, Exxon, Shane, has a new fracking technology they claim can double oil output. Uh, do you think Obama's or do you think Biden's going to go along with uh, uh, Exxon putting out more oil? Well, if they don't in North America, they will do it in places mm-hmm. where they yeah. they are fracking and they're doing that all over the world. Um, the reason it's important is because of all the oil discoveries, I'm talking the specific discoveries, the oil that has been found, only 15 to 18 percent has been recovered. Mm-hmm. So you have over 80 percent of all oil known to exist in the world, in the ground, unrecoverable. Yeah. So we've talked about this over the years, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that uh, the minute someone comes up with some new technology... It is going to do very well. Now, the problem they have with fracking, of course, is it's too too long to explain. But the, the, the practice is working, but the wells don't produce because uh, the formation collapses onto itself. So it plugs up and it has to be cleaned out. And that's a very expensive process. All right. Well, luckily, the U.S. shale patch won't have to wait uh, for Exxon to protect perfect its new fracking technology. There's already a proven technology for oil producers to return to existing wells and give them a second high-pressure blast to increase output for a fraction of the cost of of, uh, finishing a new well. So shale 
well refracturing. So um, hopefully that will work. And the Bakken and okay. some of these other places will keep on uh, producing oil. So Nothing wrong with that, baby. Well, uh, you know, the, <laughs> they're still trying to get rid of stoves, uh, air conditioners, uh, power lawnmowers, uh, you know, you name it. Uh, I, I know that was kind of debunked for a while, but it keeps raising its ugly head, Shane. Um, they want to get rid of these stoves. They want to get rid of uh, anything that um, anything they think uh, contributes to uh, green energy or lack of it. Lack of well, with, with the, the collapse of the price of gas from you know eleven dollars to two two and a quarter to two fifty, uh, they're wrong. And uh, we we talked started talking about this six years ago when I explained the concern that I had that you you need to be over you know five six dollars for the natural gas being produced to pay. Yeah. So it's 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 a pretty ridiculous argument that they're trying to make uh, and effectively you know shut down your entire economy because without electricity you don't have an economy. Well, so. that's that's certainly true. And if you're going to add a bunch of electric cars to it, uh, yeah, it's not going to be pretty. No, no, your your entire electrical system is running at about 110 percent right now, and, mm-hmm. and and there's blackouts, you know, being announced to occur in California and other states because of it, and. It's just one of these things that no one wants to solve. Well, they don't. No. Yeah. That's uh, exactly right. So, well, interest groups filed a pair of lawsuits Wednesday in Montana in an effort to allow uh, lawmakers to override uh, Greg Gianforte's veto of Senate Bill uh, 442, rather. It's a bipartisan measure that spelled out how the state allocates taxes collected on the sale of recreational marijuana. (laughs) The lawsuit filed by the Wild Montana and the Montana Wildlife Federation asked a Helena District Court judge to declare Gianforti's veto of the bill invalid unless uh, unless and until he and the Secretary of State Christy Jacobson asked lawmakers whether they want to override the veto issued on the last day of the session. Independently, the Montana Association of Counties and other stakeholders uh, involved in the legislation is making a similar case. So the legislature can override vetoes with a two-thirds vote a process that takes place by mail when lawmakers are out of session. So we'll see how that plays out, Shane, if they're going to veto the bill uh, on uh, what to do with the uh, uh, what to do with the money. And uh, the uh, it passed final legislation 48 to 1, uh, endorsed by the Senate on May 1st. Uh, it, pro- it proposes to divide tax revenues for marijuana levied on recreational marijuana uh, between the general fund, county road construction and maintenance, and conservation and recreation programs, uh, addiction treatment, and veteran services. But uh, GM40, despite the bill's popularity among lawmakers, and buy-in from an array of uh, interest groups vetoed the bill on May 2nd. So he argued the bill creates a slippery slope by making the state responsible for matters that are strictly under the jurisdiction of local authorities, for example, the county road and construction and maintenance. So so we'll see how that plays out. Uh, the lawmakers, I guess, will get, uh, get something in the mail. 
and uh, decide if they want to veto that bill or not. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, another Montana yeah, news. Fact. What? Mm -hmm. I just said them's the facts. No. <laughs> In other Montana news, uh, Montana Secretary of State Chrissy Jacobson announced on Friday that 2024 annual report filing fees will be waived for all Montana businesses. The elimination of the annual report filing fee will result in millions of dollars in savings for Montana businesses. So uh, good for her. So they're going to re uh, you don't have to worry about your 2024 annual report filing fees. So can't beat that. No, that's that's <laughs> pretty terrific. Well, guess what, uh, Shane? Uh, Target's losses uh, are now at $15 billion. <laughs> And it's only the 10th of the month. We've still got 20 more days of Pride yeah. Month to go. So, <laughs> so uh, I don't know what these people are thinking. Ta uh, Target shareholders took a beating again on Friday. Big box retailer stock falling 3.26%. The backlash from the pride controversy coincides with the stock losing over $15 billion in market share of value since mid-May. So there you are. So. Sorry, Shane's having a, <laughs> having a little coughing fit there. Uh, shares plummeted 126.99 when the market closed after eclipsing uh, 161 just last month. After a third, Wall Street uh, firm downgraded the shares on concerns over slowing sales. So, I haven't been to our Target store. I could probably count on one hand or two hands the number of times I've even been in Target here. Um, do they have the trans uh, section in, in our local store here? I have no idea. Um, if you want to comment on that, either text me at 406-478-8298 uh, or give me a call, 406-522-TALK, if, uh, if that's going on in your, uh, you know, in your area. So, um, what do you think, Shane? Uh, are there any pride... Uh, pride things in canada going on uh, it's pride month i don't think it's just an american thing so no it's not it's big time up here it started in toronto and uh, vancouver and uh, they're gonna have their parades and celebrations and um it's not been really picked up that much in in other provinces mostly because when you talk in terms of of the, this minority, they're they're not that large, you know. They're yeah. they're not well represented. Let's put it that way. Well, I was going to say, uh, you know, if you're a clothing retailer, Shane, uh, do do uh, straight people wear specific clothing? <laughs> I don't know. You know, straight I, is great. You know, I you know my my T-shirt. You know, or exactly. Like. <laughs> I, I mean, I. It would seem like, you know, uh, transgender dresses or transgender jeans, uh, uh, you know, I, you, do you have to have something emblazoned on them that says who you are? I, <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I don't understand that. And I don't understand how companies can uh, get political when, 
you know, where's the KKK stuff? I mean, there's a certain segment of society that's the KKK still around. Uh, you know, what about Communist Party? Uh, you know, should I have the 10 manifestos of the Communist Party on my T-shirt? Uh, you know, no prayer in schools, um, you know, all that stuff. So I don't know. I I. I, I don't understand the thinking of some of these companies, but anyway, we'll have to talk about that more when we come back. So, <laughs> Okay, because it's time to go. It's time to go for this half hour anyway. So, All right, we've still got a lot more to talk about. Tesla, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about UFOs. We got to talk about uh, Musk and China. We got to talk about the uh, HRDC here locally and the homeless uh, encampments. We got to talk about that as well. So all that's coming up in our next hour and a half. So stay tuned. We'll be right back right after these important words. Welcome back, everyone. 27 minutes before the top of the hour. It's Saturday. It's June 10th. It's Ice Tea Day. It's Global Wellness Day. Uh, we're also uh, the Belmont Stakes uh, will be running uh, later this afternoon. So uh, the uh, smoke has dissipated enough from uh, that area of the East Coast to uh, have that race. So hopefully... Uh, uh, they will uh, get that underway. Uh, no Triple Crown winner this week, uh, or this year, I should say. Uh, nobody has uh, won uh, the first two races, and this is the third in the Triple Crown. So it will just be another horse race for, uh, I don't know, for somebody else. So whatever. Uh, Secretariat back in 72, I believe, still holds the record for all three races, which is pretty remarkable that uh, uh, he uh, was quite a horse back in the day, uh, ran the uh, Kentucky Derby. Each quarter mile was faster than the previous one. <laughs> and, of course, he, he won the Belmont by 31 lengths uh, or more uh, when uh, he ran that away, just ran away from everybody out there. So a pretty remarkable horse, had a, had a heart uh, twice the size of a normal horse heart, I guess. And uh, so quite, a, uh, quite an animal, so... Uh, many arguably think the greatest horse race of all time that could go with man of war or some of the others Shane, I guess uh, there's been several, several horses. Seabiscuit. Seabiscuit. Yeah. Would uh, be in there also. So smallest, smallest horse of all time. is Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, he was definitely not a big, uh, a big horse. So, no, <laughs> well, getting back to this, uh, you know, the transgender thing. We've talked about this a little bit on our podcast, Shane. And, uh, it seems like um, we have a lot of men going into women's sports. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I was thinking the other day, why is this? Uh, you know, why aren't, why aren't men men anymore? And I got to thinking that I think the issue is, Shane, there's no real male role models any longer when we were growing up we had john wayne i mean come on <laughs> i mean the man's man uh clark gable well, we had a cereal and we had a cereal box that told us who was the, the greatest guy every year well that's true yeah well in athletics but i'm talking about you know somebody who was uh, off the screen as big as they were on the screen or off the field oh, as big okay. as they were on the field but um okay. You know, uh, we had uh, we had Sean Connery. Uh, do you believe uh, Daniel Craig could shoot a guy in cold blood like Connery did in Doctor No today? Not going to happen. 
Daniel Craig, James Bond. Are you kidding me? And uh, who's our who's your other role model of the day? Five foot seven inch Tom Cruise. <laughs> Come on, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're, there aren't any. The, we don't have any Lee Marvins. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger is five nine. I mean, they're all short people. Well, whatever. But still, uh, I wouldn't consider him the man's man. But you know, that's. But I mean, growing up, we had, you know, we had. We had Clint Eastwood, yeah, Dirty Harry. I mean, come on. I mean, those were those were people that men wanted to emulate or be like. And uh, and I don't know. All of a sudden now we've got we've got this milk toast uh, uh, superheroes, uh, you know, Ant Man and you know, whatever, uh, Spider Man and all these all these. Uh, I don't know, Shane. It's uh, I understand why it's tough for for. You know, kids growing up, males growing up, to look to somebody for what am I supposed to, what am I, what am I supposed to espouse to, and it ain't there. So. Well, as we know, classically, a lot of it has to do with minority rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you and I, grew up where it was a clear understanding the rule of the majority and rights of the minority. So during our lifetime, the baby boomers, aside from building the world, it, we also qualified minorities and gave them all the rights they wanted. But there, mm-hmm. it's never been enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the demolition party's need for minorities in their tent to, came, to maintain power, they keep mm-hmm. recognizing more and different minorities to stay relevant to keep their relevant minorities as a group and saying to everyone else in the group, see, we're protecting this minority. So come on, you got to stay in the tent and vote for us and participate. Now, the result of that is unrealized destruction. And uh, so you had that with, uh, with the educational situation and, and the 2016 or whatever, um, issue that came up and COVID and education and the confusion that's been created is so significant that it's impacted the importance of, oh, you can't define a woman? Oh, no. Oh, a man can be a woman? Oh, yes. Oh, you can't define a woman, but a man can be a woman. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it, it's a matter of conscience that the demolition party has to live with because Mm -hmm. ultimately I believe the millennials and the Xers or Zs and Ys generations, they'll all reject this and they'll go, you people were really sick. (laughs) At least that's my hope. Yeah. It's like the witches of uh, Salem. (laughs) Everybody's a witch all of a sudden. We see them wherever they are, wherever they are. So, all right. Uh, well, uh, I've got a caller on the phone, but I want to make one point real quick, caller, if you don't mind. Um, the debate is coming up on uh, August 23rd, and if you don't think there's going to be a ton of questions about transgenderism and abortion on that debate, uh, I got a bridge. Uh, so, <laughs> for you. Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, thanks for waiting. You are on with Tom and Shane. What's up? 
morning, Tom and Shane. This is another Tom. Hey, Tom. When you were going over your superheroes, yeah, you left out the greatest killer of all, Jack Bauer. Oh, there you go, twenty-four. Yeah. Well, Steve McQueen, I could put Steve McQueen in there too. You know, with Bullet and uh, you know some of his movies. Oh, yeah. Wanted Dead the or Alive. Escape. You know, yeah, Great Escape. Yeah. But so, you do know that if Jack Bauer didn't have to work with other people, the show would have been called Twelve rather than Twenty Four. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> he also had a hot daughter. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, getting back to your comment on on transgender. Yeah. Uh, these people, and I'll leave it that way, uh, because I believe they have not changed their chromosome makeup. Uh, when they were younger and going through athletics, they got participation trophies. They never had to expel at anything. Well, there's certainly a lot of truth in that, that we've, we've become, we've become more accepting of everything. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, political correctness on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, simple solution for all of this. Uh, because this has already happened to women in, uh, I think it was uh, some of the the world games, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, they had transgenders over there, and rather than warn the females that they were doing this, they made all of the restrooms and all of the shower rooms uh, unisex, yeah, without telling anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. Simple solution for this, and. The high school association has to do this. The high schools have to do this. Is you have male, you have female, and you have other or uncertain. And all your transgenders, your LBGs, whatever else, they go into that other one. That way we're still protecting uh, the children and still allowing uh, uh-huh. you know, for the, those other no. uh, made-up, and I, I use the term made-up because... That's, that's what the plus in LGBT plus is. Uh, we haven't made up a new one yet, but when we do, we'll add it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's the simplest solution is you just create a third restroom, third shower room for everybody else who doesn't identify as what they really are. Well, I, w- I wonder if the transgender men or transgender wo- women will be uncomfortable being in the same room with <laughs> their, their counterparts. As, as I said, when you check the chromosome, they still come out the exact same. If they can change the chromosomes, then I will change the pronoun or whatever. All right. Well, they, you know, Tom, what they can do, they can agree to disagree by getting rid of the urinal, ur, ur, urinals in, in the... <laughs> Only have seats. <laughs> yeah, just have seats and uh, and leave it at that. You know, they don't, in fact, they don't even need the doors, just a. A row of seats. <laughs> well, that's what we had. In the, that's what we had in the military. We just had a row of seats there. <laughs> so, uh, well, when the I, only the only problem with Shane's thinking there is, can you imagine what the floor around the your around the toilet will look like? <laughs> yeah. When oh, I was no, going to college, the men are no. The men are going to all sit down, Tom. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Shane, when I went to college, they confirmed one of or converted one of the male dorms to a female dorm. And all yes. they did with the urinals was plant water flowers in them. There you go. Yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> anyway, you guys have well, right. Look, the sad thing call. about all this real quick, yeah. while go the caller's still there, is, is that in our generation, it became tantamount to um, craziness 
if you didn't rely on merit. And it merit was based upon Martin Luther King, you know, the merit of a person's character, merit of a person's intelligence, the merit of a person's ability to be a cognitive thinker and go on to great things in medicine and law and other things, as well as is in the trades. Mm. But merit now doesn't have any value. And yeah. uh, it's another way for these minorities to exercise uh, more power in, in what th they want and not what the majority wants, which is it's regrettable. But that's how republics end. Yeah. Well, you know, people can't excel in everything. That's why there's a chess club and there's a, um, you know, a volleyball team. Um you know, opportunities are there for people to excel in, but just because you don't excel in one, um, uh, you know, field doesn't mean that all fields are closed to you. That's correct. Yeah. So. All right. The uh, salaries, Shane, have uh, decreased for the 25th month in a row. Uh, even salaries. even inflation, yeah. With inflation, salaries have not kept up at oh, all. Of course not. Yeah, no. they wouldn't. Yeah. And for the past two years, uh, COVID is part of that, I think, obviously. But uh, but yeah, the, well, uh, the go ahead. The, the interest. I was just going to make an observation. What's so fascinating is the the majority of people, like seventy percent, mm -hmm. that have. Um, experience this are, you know, voting demo democratic, uh, you know, demolition people. And for, that's what fascinates me. Uh, mm -hmm. e the, even the, the more that the, the woke group out there is hurt or accosted or forced to accept things that maybe they don't like, they still don't adjust and vote for somebody else. It's, I know. It's quite it's quite impressive. I, I, I can't imagine somebody walking into a voting booth and pulling a lever for Biden. I just, I, I, I don't understand how you can even remotely think this guy is running the country. Well, they didn't. They, they didn't. They, they, they filled out a dozen mail-in ballots, and you know, put put them in a box to, to mail them to uh, for the election. That's what they did. Well, they, they don't want to vote once. You know, I'm, I'm a minority. I have a right to vote at least two or three times to, to be able to compete with the majority. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, as I've said many times, uh, there's been no proof of a fraudulent election uh, between Biden and Trump. And the only, the only plausible explanation is not a vote for Biden, but a vote against Trump. That's the well, the only interesting option. thing that yeah. wasn't talked about this week that ha happened this last week, a federal judge, Democrat, um, turned down and or threw out the the legislation in New York for um, unregistered, you know, people that have come across to vote in local elections. It says it's unconstitutional. It says right in the Constitution. You have to be an American citizen and you have to have lived for a certain period of time before you can vote in, in any certain place. I mean, but nobody picked that story up. They, they just Well, California's let legals vote in, in uh, local elections forever. Um, you know, I mean, that's that's just 
always been the uh, has always been the case. Uh-huh. You know, so you can't vote in federal elections, but they can vote in the state and the city and the you know wherever they live. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you don't have to be uh, you don't have to be legal to vote in California. So now San Francisco can blame all of its problems on illegal immigrants. They can. Well, yeah. speaking of that, Gavin Newsom is going to be on with Hannity Monday night uh, for an interview. That should be interesting. I would like to think so. I, I don't know what type of questions will be asked or that he will answer. <laughs> but I think the one thing that people want to find out is, are you running for president? And I think that mm-hmm. knowing Gavin Newsom, as we do, I wouldn't be surprised that he doesn't announce on Hannity's show that he's running for president. Yeah. Well, it's the most watched television show on at night, right? So. Well, we're going to talk about that in a few minutes, too. But uh, first of all, uh, you may not know the name David Gurish, uh, G-R-U-S-C-H. Well, David's making the rounds of the various news media. He is uh, supposedly some kind of a former uh, uh, intelligence officer from somewhere. And he claims that the United States has a treasure trove of uh, UFOs and uh, pilots, dead pilots, uh, somewhere in some secret bunker in who knows where. You know, so what do you think, Shane? Well, it's credible <laughs> because he, he was in charge of, of the, this type of investigation in the British government and not, not for a short period of time, like for 20 years. So um, after he left there, he wrote a book, and he's been touting this. It's just it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, well, if, if it's not there, then who, do you, who would you trust to get up and say it's not there? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is another one of yeah. those things, Shane, that uh, in order to keep this quiet— uh, you know, th- three people can keep a secret, secret if two of them are dead. Uh, so, you know, I mean, there's, I, there's no way this is this can be true. I don't, I don't think. So, I don't know. I, I, I have no information to, to make a, a, a determination. So, because I, I can't find anywhere where this guy says I have physically seen the evidence. He's seen reports, but he hasn't seen the actual craft or the dead bodies or whatever. Well, if they're out there, all I know is they're benevolent. They're, they're not here to harm or take from us. So if they were benevolent, they would have already attacked or taken what they wanted. So I'm, I'm, I'm good to go with that. You think so, huh? Yeah. Well, then what else? I mean, yeah. what else would you be concerned with? Are they going to... Come and kill you, or are they just going to ignore you? Well, and in the movie Independence Day, they went from planet to planet, exhausting every usable yeah. resource, and then went on. So we don't know. They were that... malevolent. They were destructive. They yeah, takers. Well, we don't yeah. know that that isn't what's going to happen to us. Uh, we don't. I'm just yeah. saying, if any of what we've been told is true, it would appear they're not malevolent. They're benevolent. So that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I think the jury's still out on that one. <laughs> Well, oh, there's a, there's a grand jury. On this yeah, thing? my personal opinion, oh, my and I've said it many times, is the the existence of intelligent life that could reach us is extremely 
remote. Uh, in fact, the very existence of intelligent life in the universe is strict, is very remote. Life, yes, all over the place. Plants, animals, you bet. Intelligence, not so fast. Oh, I and I base that on the fact that why haven't the dinosaurs come back? They lived millions of years ago. We've been millions of years since they existed. The conditions have been pretty much the same. Why are dinosaurs not back? Well, so. it's it's the same with human beings. I mean, in the last 100 years, or 100 million years, there's been five, uh, you know, uh, extinction-level events, and man has survived two of them. So, mm-hmm. you know, there you go. Um, along with another number of other, you know, uh, life forms on the planet. But uh, it hasn't been easy, and it's Mm -hmm. something that no one wants to talk to biologists, archaeologists, anthropologists, or geologists about, because they would tell you that uh, it's it's just a natural evolution of the planet physically, that's resulted in what you know what has happened. Mm -hmm. Is is one about to occur that we keep being told? Well, look, the last ice age, real quick, when, when the planet froze, and it did completely, 98% of all life was wiped out, and uh, the, the oceans dropped 50 feet because it all turned in, all, most of the water turned into ice. So uh, that, that's a dramatic example of the last extinction level event that uh, ended 75,000 years ago. Having said all that, the, the bottom line here is, Will we survive ourselves? Well, that's what we, you know, mm. it's it's not about too much CO two and the you know and the, the oceans rising an inch. I mean, yeah, it's about will we survive ourselves? Well, that's that's the whole point, and that's why I say you know that if we're gone, we're not coming back, and that's why I think intelligent life uh, anywhere close to us, and even with the intelligence to reach us is extremely remote because we we fought the homo, uh, homo sapiens and neanderthals battled each other for 10,000 years before homo sapiens ran uh, won out you know, yeah, so survival of the fittest yeah. we we know that yeah, yeah. well that's what i'm saying that uh, you know it yeah. wasn't a snap of the finger and all of a sudden we've got human life on the planet you know, it took know. it took a it took a long time, and conditions had to be absolutely perfect, not deviate. You know, a thousand years, uh, or in ten thousand years, they had to be perfect for hundreds of thousands of years or millions of years in order for life That's to correct. to come along. So, so yeah, there I don't go. doubt that people have seen things in the sky they can't explain. I've seen things in the sky I can't explain. But that doesn't mean well, they were UFOs. You know, there's nine planets in the solar system, and most people don't even know that there's only four uh, planets that are that are basically rock. Mm-hmm. You know, the gas giants in the outer reaches—they're all mm-hmm. gas giants. They're, they're just planets, frozen gases. Mm-hmm. And so you you only have Venus, Mercury, the Earth, and Mars to look at as yeah. as uh, Planets that uh, would have any possibility of, of life as, as we still do have on this planet. So, we'll, we'll, I guess maybe one day we'll find out if we survive ourselves. Yeah. All right. 
from our text line, 478-8298, when leftless, leftist liberals and the ilk text in to bash Shane with ignorant diatribes, they're crowding my gun hand, as John Wayne would say. Most likely yeah. they're not capable or qualified to shine Shane's shoes. Wow, that's a very nice thing. Thank you for the compliment. I appreciate it. Sorry to be so harsh, but in reality, society has been straight up forced to be accepting of all norms of losers. Winning is is what has become unacceptable, and that's from Not Your Sister Tam. Shane? Well, there you go. That's basically the explanation of merit, merit, right? That's that's it. No one wants to recognize merit, so they can pass it off and and, uh, accept failure as the... uh, Moral equivalent. All right. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this segment. We have a full hour to go, believe it or not. Hey, we're going to come back, like it or not. So stay tuned because we've got a lot more we got to talk about. So what about uh, CNN getting rid of their CEO and Fox dropping third of their, uh, their viewers? Oh, my God. We'll be back to talk more about stuff like that right after this. Seven minutes after the hour of 8 a.m. No, 10 a.m. Sorry. Oh, it's January 10th. I'm confused, Shane. I'm uh, starting to be Joe Biden here in my old age. I, I don't know what's going on. Jeez, uh, I, I got sandbagged there for a minute. So. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Let's see, uh, what are we doing here? Uh, Tom's right. I like that. <laughs> Tom's right. (laughs) Of course I'm right. (laughs) It was a vote against Trump. He's toxic. If Democrats cheated so much, how could Republicans one down, uh, bow down, I guess he means. He put down bow. Uh, uh, It uh, just not the top of the ticket. So, well, uh, Trump has a record of success which Biden does not. So, you know, it's pretty simple. Well, that's right. Yeah, I mean, you know, I you know, uh, whatever whatever Trump did, I mean, we've we've had bad guys in politics. Bill Clinton, I mean, I don't know how you can get any worse than Clinton was. <laughs> you know, I mean, he even took his exploits into the Oval Office. But uh, you know, uh now, Trump was a business guy. He had failures. He had successes. Uh, if you want to look up failures, look up Abe Lincoln. How many times he failed before he made it to, uh, uh, you know, made it to Congress or made it to the presidency. So somebody's failures. Uh, I, uh, Edison failed a thousand times to make a light bulb. So is Edison a failure? I don't think so. So please. You know, if you're if you're gonna pull up failures of somebody, well, how many Biden failures can we pull up? I mean, jeez. All right, let's take a phone call. Four zero six five two two talk is the number. Caller, thanks for waiting. You're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Hey guys, this is Linda, and this, this is just a short and sweet statement. You know, thinking about what President mm-hmm. Trump is going through and being mm-hmm. accused of, et cetera, et cetera, as the former president of the United States. What I don't understand is. Joe Biden had documents, um, and he was the vice president. So that right there is completely against the law, yet that has been seemingly dropped. 
Um, and so when people say there's not a two-tiered system of justice, that is an absolute perfect example of, yes, there is. And it just really, really infuriates me. And I heard, I heard the um, governor of North Dakota on Neil Cavuto this morning, forgive me for watching Fox, and I hate Neil Cavuto in all honesty. He was <laughs> horrible this morning because all he wanted Doug Burgum to say was how much he detested what Trump was doing, and, mm-hmm. that, and that governor would not go there. He said the American people care about the fact that they can't afford groceries, they can't afford cars, they can't afford fuel. We've got other problems we need to deal with, our energy independence. And Neil Cavuto pushed him and pushed him, and this guy stood strong, and I said to my husband, well, I kind of like this guy because I really wasn't sure. <laughs> but he's got a very clear focus, and I thought all that Cavuto wanted this guy to do is just hammer Trump, yeah. and I'm sick to death of that. But I do not understand why his vice president, who took all of those documents, had them all over the place, that that is not a big deal. That is a huge deal, and that's absolutely against the law. So that's my Well, point. yeah, I, I got to agree with you. And the one thing that I'm overwhelmed by is they haven't gone and recovered all the Biden documents that he's got from being a senator, vice president. Um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's remarkable. They, they exactly. have all the boxes that Trump had. And they've got all of yep. Trump's documents. Um, yep. Pence finally turned his in because he didn't know he had them. I just, yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah, the, the irony is stiff. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's, you a, know, I, I, it's a double edged uh, uh, system, a uh, judicial system, no, no question about it. I mean, it's clear as day to anybody that can read the news or. Yeah. Well, yeah. And yeah, anybody who truly does not want to just absolutely hang on to every mm-hmm. bit of bias that they've got. It's a pretty clear double edge. Thanks, Shane, for reminding me. Yes, as a senator, he stole documents. That's what he did. Yeah. He stole documents, as he, as he did when he was vice president. So anyway, I'm just really frustrated. But I, I just wanted to say the yeah. North Dakota governor was really good this morning. He, too, mm-hmm. is a businessman and yeah. listening to Neil Cavuto mm-hmm. just trying to pin him down in the frustration, <laughs> and this guy just would not step in Neil's puddle. Well, good. So, good for him. I, right. I know. That's what I thought. Okay. Thanks, guys. Hey, thanks for the call. All right. <laughs> thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, here's a good one from our text line, Shane, uh, 478-8298. The new standard kids put down of 2023. Oh, yeah? Your dad buys Bud Light at Target. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be, the, gotta be the gotta be the one of the day. <laughs> That's gotta go by the text of the day. Yeah, we need a gray Pride Month. We're old. We're tired. Get off our lawn. <laughs> <laughs> we need reparations from everyone who voted for Biden. Uh, everyone who voted for Biden Harris, please put your yard signs back up so all our border invaders from around the world know where to go for food and shelter. Mm-hmm. Great. So there one. you go. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yellow dog politics. Both Democrats and Republicans vote for the same uh, with a name with a D or an R. It does not matter who the candidate is. This is the undereducated electorate in this country. And that's from our good listener, Tom. Thanks, Tom, for weighing in. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
<laughs> I've heard there are snapping turtles in Montana. Uh, Hillary, SOS, Biden was uh, sanity. I don't know what that means. Okay. So, uh, probably shouldn't have even read that, so I don't know what it was. Uh, let's see. Uh, Pence had documents, too. Yeah, I, I don't believe, Shane, that uh, you know the vice president or the president or maybe even some of the senators, I don't believe these guys do their own packing. I don't believe they pack their own boxes. Of course I, not. I just, I don't know. I, I don't believe uh, uh, Clinton or uh, uh, Trump was sitting there in the Oval Office saying, let me see what's in that box before you take it out of here. I don't think so. <laughs> well, one of my favorite lines is that uh, in... An American president, great movie, you should see it, it's fabulous. Mm -hmm. Great uh, dialogue, great editing, great acting, fabulous. Uh, Michael Douglas wants to buy some roses for his uh, girlfriend. And mm -hmm. uh, so he, he calls the flower shop, and then the flower shop wants him to pay for it. So then he goes to the secretary, and he says, um, I want to buy flowers, I, I need a credit card. And she says to him, Mr. President, your credit card joke packed away in, yeah. in Wisconsin boxes. somewhere. Yeah. In Wisconsin somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Uh, let's, let's compare. Biden's documents were classified, a whopping 25 total documents. Vice presidents are not allowed to possess classified or top secret documents. Only presidents. That's what the law are. says. That's right. Awesome. Trump had type top secret nuke secrets and showed them to civilians to brag. And you know that for a fact, how? Exactly. Invaders know to go to employers to hire them. Most of the employers are Republicans like Donald Trump. Well, obviously, you haven't looked at the donors to the Democrat Party. <laughs> <laughs> If, you, if you're dumb enough to think that business owners are Republicans, if they were, and even in, even in uh, Bozeman, do you really believe we would have a, a fully left-wing, leftist, Genghis Khan uh, city commission if, it were, if, if the, if the uh, people running the businesses here were, were Republicans? Really? Yeah, and these gang Genghis Khans that you're talking about, they're lucky they live in a state where it's legal to ride a horse still. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm sure they don't pack their own boxes. Yeah, that's from another one of our textures. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, they have people come in, and if it's in the desk drawer, it goes in a box. If it's in the... You know, in the closet, it goes in a box. If it's, uh, you know, and uh, you'll sort it out later when you move to wherever the hell you're going. And, uh, but in the Trump case, uh, the FBI advised him to put an additional lock on the door of where these documents were. They knew they were there. Yeah, so, of course, that's, that's the whole argument yeah. that will dispel this case uh, on appeal instantly. It's it, it just... Again, misdirection, mm, yeah. um, you know, the, the need to discredit someone who wants to get the job done. Yeah. From a checks line, 406-478-8298, witnesses said Trump packed his own boxes, direct, directed staff. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you didn't explain why my tax dollars should pay K-12 but not marketable college degrees. 
because the the uh, student loans are uh, not in it's not uh, a law you have to go to college. There is a law you have to attend school, either homeschool or public school. That's correct. So to, it's an option. Yeah, right. student loans are an option. You go down and you sign up. Um, you know, just like if you don't pay your taxes, that's not an option. <laughs> well, it, uh, I guess it is. <laughs> I mean, and, you don't have to pay them. You can go to jail, I guess. Numbers that, you know, people or children growing up and going to school, particularly in public schools, they just option out. They just choose mm -hmm. to option out. Yeah. So then, then they can't read, write, or yeah. do arithmetic. And mm -hmm. and I, I think in most states, uh, I think you can legally quit school at 16 if you want to. Or uh, I don't know. If it's probably varies from state to state. But I think you can drop out of school. At, uh, they, have, they do have truancy officers, right, still, I think, for schools? Oh, yes. In a lot of states, they do. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Uh, why should, why shouldn't parents pay their own K-12? Why my tax dollars? Well, that's what I don't understand. Um, you know, I don't, I don't have any, uh, English speaking children. So why should I, uh, why should I pay for the ones here? Because it's good for society to do that. Well, at $16,000 a student, which is what average cost of mm -hmm. uh, a student in school in your public school. It's it's very sad when you look at the the, the reality that the mm -hmm. infrastructure is there. All, the buildings are all there, mm -hmm. the tables, the chairs, the pencils, and yeah, you know the 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 boards, the bathrooms, whatever. It's all there. It's been built for seventy years. Mm -hmm. So you know, there's two people winning, a school teachers, and they you know they get three months off a year, and the administrators and. Uh, I uh, would like to remind everyone once again, in the school industry in your country, the biggest winners since 1950 are the administrators. Yep. People that are in administration of your public schools have seen uh, an increase in their salaries since 1950 of 750%. Mm -hmm. Go yeah. figure. Maybe it's good for society to pay marketable college and trade school. Why, why stop taxpayers at grade 12? The main reason is that only 49% of people graduate from college. Most people shouldn't even be in college. They should be somewhere else doing something else. And as I mentioned in the third block today, the trades have their own protocol and, and education process. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's usually anywhere from uh, four, five to seven years. It's it's not easy to become a plumber. The plumber is one of the most difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, Hillary's lucky to live in a country where she uh, can just have her uh, di digital uh, devices smashed with a hammer, bleach bit, and a race from eternity back to Lincoln. Yeah. Well, she does lucky <laughs> to live in a, in a society like that. And, uh, you know, uh, why didn't Trump get rid of these documents? Why didn't the FBI destroy that 1023 memo that keeps surfacing? <laughs> what? Shred that thing. Get the hell out of here. Shred the damn thing. Jeez. 
Well, we know it exists because members of Congress were allowed to. Well, they allowed. Them, to they the were allowed to see it. FBI okay. and yeah, in the skiff and uh, mm -hmm. look and, and mm -hmm. review it, and uh, so yeah. we we know it's real. It's just yeah. Again, yeah. failure. Mm -hmm. If Trump returned the documents, he wouldn't be going to jail. Well, he's not going to jail yet. Uh, and why would the FBI tell him to put an additional lock on the door? Well, the worst part of this whole thing is he's been trying for since he left the White House to negotiate with the, the archives and mm -hmm. the Department of Justice to return them. Mm -hmm. If you want them back, okay, take them. So they basically, again, falsely accuse someone because they want him out of the race. Yeah. Uh, the only thing the Bidens have left to steal is the truth. Uh, thieves and liars are one in the same. First member of uh, Daughters of Liberty. Uh, that's from mm -hmm. our good listener, Jen. Thank you, Jen. Mm -hmm. Thanks Thank for listening you, and thanks for chiming in. George is up next. Uh, the FBI was not instructed to retrieve documents. They said, lock the damn door. This would be a good time to bail on him. I hear DeSantis is nice. Well, DeSantis may be nice. Who knows? I wonder where he is in the polls. Oh, I know. About 30 points lower than Trump. So, what's the problem? Uh, let's see, same day the news broke about the $5 million bribe that Biden allegedly took, Trump gets indicted. Coincidence? I think not. What do you think, Shane? <laughs> I agree. Yeah, we talked about that in the second block. Yeah. Oh. But Friday, Friday, afternoon, Friday afternoons have always politically been the time to make damaging announcements mm -hmm. and and winning announcements. So. You know, they got the win announcement out about Trump and, the, you know, mm -hmm. the damaging announcement went out about Biden. So the news cycle covered Trump. They didn't cover Biden. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. That's the game, buddy. Yeah. Well, uh, we've got a new uh, Alzheimer's drug, Shane, uh, on the horizon. Uh, if the FDA gives approval of that. Uh, their meeting yesterday, I haven't seen yet if they, uh, uh, they they are likely to recommend full approval of it. And uh, I don't know, have you had any Alzheimer's in your family, Shane? Any friends, relatives, uh, Alzheimer's? No, sir. Well, my mother had it. Dementia. Yeah. Dementia, my, well, not Alzheimer's. Sort of like. Not the same, not the same thing. Well, but. whatever. Uh, mother. They have, they have similar yeah, similarities, but yeah, physically do. not the same. No, yeah, I think uh, Biden has dementia. I think maybe I don't know. Well, there's no question that Reagan had Alzheimer's, and they knew it. Yeah, you know, he had brain surgery while he was still president, so mm -hmm. they went in and they got to do a biopsy. Yeah, and uh, they, but they didn't want to announce it. And then, if you remember, yeah. a year after he left, or mm -hmm. a year and a half, you know, he wrote his famous letter saying mm -hmm. he has Alzheimer's. So, yeah. I, I don't doubt, quite honestly, uh, that you, you, you don't do brain surgery on a president of the United States in mm -hmm. office. Be, you know, this wasn't, you know, because they were relieved, uh, you know, a fall down and, and the head was swelling and they wanted to cut a hole in it, brain surgery, to relieve the pressure. This was to get a biopsy. So mm -hmm. it, it's very rarely done. 
because it's uh, you know it's dangerous. Yeah. Well, I live in fear of it. Uh, my mother had it. Uh, her sister had it. Her brother had it. Uh, nobody, none of my older siblings uh, had it, to the best of my knowledge. Uh, nobody on my father's side had it. So, uh, But it's something that, uh, you know, every time I flub up, I wonder, is it <laughs> just like Biden? You know, am I, yeah. Are my, my days numbered uh, till I uh, am a babbling idiot here? So, and I, I don't believe it's naturally occurring. Um, I, I believe it's an environment, environmental, yeah. um, it, it, you know, something environmental that creates it or causes so? it to occur. Yeah. That, but that's just from my own reading. Yeah. Well, it could be, and that's why I spend uh, all my time researching. I write every day. Um, you know, I do a, a lot to keep my brain going, uh, so that uh, you know, I I don't. Uh, drooling my oatmeal every morning so <laughs> just uh, just to, uh, well, just to let you know i just i gotta tell you when i when i'm eating my cheerios yeah. and i'm scooping them I, you know i drool milk yeah they're, right they're just so darn good yeah that's it they are awfully good so <laughs> oh let's see uh <laughs> do they have hair dye in prison uh, asking for a friend. No, actually, um, uh, Beretta uh, <laughs> came out of prison, gray-haired uh, Blake. Uh, I forget his first name, yeah, but anyway. Uh, brain surgery on Reagan while president. Shane is smoking the hard stuff again. <laughs> Former President uh, Reagan underwent surgery yesterday to remove fluid from his brain that his doctor attributed to a fall from a horse. There you are. So that's <laughs> that's where you are. Uh, you lost me at I identify as. Apparently, you think I'm going to participate in your delusion. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, my pronoun pronouns are don't ray me. So, <laughs> yeah, so glad you asked. All right. Uh, we've got to talk a little bit, Shane. Uh, Tesla, Tesla shares coming up, man. They are on the move, and we'll talk about that when we come back. But uh, they jumped over four percent, and uh, big signed a big deal with GM and a lot of other things. So we got to get back to that, and we got to talk about CNN and Fox in our last segment here. As to what's going on over at those two places, so. So we will return, believe it or not, right after these important words. So stay tuned. Hey, we'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. It is uh, 27 minutes before the top of the hour. It's Saturday, June 10th, Belmont Stakes weekend, and uh, Tom and Shane, and we've got a caller patiently waiting on the line, Shane. So let's take some phone calls. 406-522-TALK is the number. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Yeah, hello, Tom. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, we got through. Uh, Tom, just wanted to mention, last Thursday evening, and I do not remember which uh, radio program it was on, uh, I don't have much time to talk, but I had heard the following quote, that BlackRock, you know, the ESG, DEI yeah. company, mm -hmm. investment, yeah. they purchased, quote, another 15% in Fox. I don't know if there's any truth to that. Is there any way you and Shane could follow up on this? Because Fox is turning left. Yeah, we might be able to. Uh, maybe Shane can look that up. Uh, 
Uh, if we don't have time to get to it this uh, uh, this segment, uh, we'll uh, we'll try and get to it. Um, yeah. You know, next week yep. or Hello? whatever. If we can't, yep. yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, I just want, no, I you're just, there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to bring I just wanted to bring that up yeah. because this may uh, uh, show some light on a lot of things that are happening mm-hmm. right now. Well, we want to talk about uh, Fox and CNN here coming up here in the last uh, few minutes. So stay tuned for that if you can. And uh, okay, we'll do. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for the call. Well, uh, I'll change checking on that right now. So uh, we'll have some info for you maybe shortly. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for calling. All right. Yeah, uh, CNN, uh, yeah, they, they got rid of their uh, newest uh, guy. Uh, the uh, He was there for 14 months. Uh, they were trying to move uh, uh, the uh, uh, Discovery uh, and uh, I forget the other uh, big group that owns them. But anyway, they wanted to move more to the center. Uh, they wanted CNN to move more to the center. And according to Nielsen, uh, same day, CNN averaged 494,000 total uh, primetime viewers. That's about half the state of Montana, if you want to put that into perspective with the 300 million people that are out there. Uh, They were number 14 on basic cables, uh, down one spot from April, and 416 total day viewers, uh, number five. Uh, That was the same as they were in April. Uh, the network also averaged 113,000 adults in the 25 to 54 in prime time, and that's about the population of Billings, if you want to put that in the perspective of uh, of the uh, United States. Uh, they were number 20 on basic cable, down two spots there. At, they were 84,000 in adults during the daytime, <laughs> so that's that's a little bigger than Bozeman. Uh, of the 300 million uh, people out there, that was number 12. So compared to April, CNN is down 16% in tro- total primetime viewers and 16% among adults, uh, 25 to 54, 13% down in total day viewers, and 17% among adults, uh, 25 to 54. So that's uh, where CNN is at the moment. So uh, the... Uh, they uh, decided that it's time to pull the plug. Uh, I'm not sure how they can uh, get rid of these people, Shane. Uh, they're all leftists to begin with. I mean, they aren't going to. Uh, I mean, it would be like us going in and, you know, Scott calling me in the office and say, OK, Tom, from now on, you're pro Biden. I won't I don't want to hear any anything but pro Biden stuff and uh, anti Trump stuff. And uh, so. You know, I mean, that would uh, that would just not not work. So, no, it wouldn't. And and one of the reasons that uh, CNE exists is they still have their contract with airports, and it's one of the largest revenue. Oh yeah, for the company, Uh, they've completely slashed their staff. You know, as far as foreign. uh, correspondence and um, they're, they're just p- picking up basically Associated Press, in, you know, information from people around the world. Yeah, to talk, to talk about. Well, they got rid of Don Lamont. They got rid of the Humpty Dumpty guy. Um, they got rid of Cuomo. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of these. A lot of these guys have been shown the door, and the ones who did complain on air 
about uh, Trump having a, a town hall meeting on TNN or CNN, uh, they were called on the carpet for uh, denouncing that uh, Trump shouldn't even be allowed on CNN. Yeah. You know, so that's right. Yeah. Well, you have to wonder who would want to go on CNN with all of the people that have come on and basically lied to the American people, mm-hmm. uh, but especially previous people in your top intelligence agencies. Uh, you know, famous authors. You know, mm-hmm. from. Uh, uh, you know, Watergate. Oh, this is worse than Watergate. Trump is worse than Watergate. I mean, when you've had people that have clearly been shown to have lied mm-hmm. before Congress, before you know, investigators, and then in front to the American people, and not even apologize for it. Hey, who's gonna? No one's gonna watch it. You know. Well, the numbers bear that out. That no one is watching. Um, you know, some somebody said if they put Rachel Maddow on every night, uh, they might do better with her rather than her being on once a week. Yeah, but what made CNN famous, if you was the first uh, uh, Arab War. Yeah. Under mm-hmm. you know Papa Bush, and CNN was live there with yeah. uh, correspondents, and th- that's that that's put them on the map. Up. Yeah, that put them on the map as the yeah. uh, as the big dog, and then. Uh, when Fox came along with an alternative viewpoint, then, you know, I, I mean, the guys that the guys at Warner Brothers uh, Discovery have got to look over there and say, OK, you know, why is Fox dominating for not just for months at a time or months once in a while, but month well, after and, month, year after year? That, and Fox's big win was the Iraqi war at the end. When they were on the balcony watching the Americans marching into Baghdad, yeah. and the 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 the, uh, the head of the military of Iraq was saying live on TV on on CNN, oh no 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 the Americans aren't in Baghdad. <laughs> yeah. Fox had them on it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I mean, yeah. you know, those are moments in the history of television we should never forget. Yeah. Yeah. They. Uh... Yeah, they're they're in a real bind. Um, you know, if if they if they try to go more to the center, they're going to have to get rid of everybody, every correspondent they have on the air. Well, they don't have anyone left. They're all you know. Well, I mean, they're going to have to hire gonna... people right out of college or something, or uh, from Hillsdale <laughs> University or somewhere, <laughs> or or uh, find uh, Charlie Kirk's turning point graduates uh, and, right. and put those guys on the air because uh, they, yeah. Yeah. Well, nobody knew, nobody heard of Tucker Carlson at one time and look where he went to, you know, and uh, well, CNN would be, would be advised to look at the benches for the Republican and, and yeah. the democratic nominee mm-hmm. needs that are running for president, have them all on. Yeah. You know, have have all the Democrats that mm-hmm. want to run on, have the Republicans that that if you want to create an opportunity be, mm-hmm. to get rid of Trump, you should be highlighting the people running yeah. against him. And if you don't want to support Biden anymore, then you should be highlighting the people running against mm-hmm. him. Yeah, that that's that's simple television to me. Oh, yeah. No, no question about it. Yeah. Uh, let's see from our uh, text line. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're good, Tom. Cognitive thinker. <laughs> well, I guess so. At least for now. I don't know. 
uh, my pronouns or how about me, myself and I, <laughs> only if I get pressured to <laughs> reveal. I think them. we, I think we have a caller. I'm not sure. I heard some. Oh, we call. do have a caller. I'm sorry. I apologize. Caller. Thanks for waiting. You're on with Tom and Shane. Sorry about that. No worries. Um, good morning, gentlemen. Um, this is Yvette from Bozeman. Yeah. And I just wanted to put a little plug. There is um, a, a, a great locally filmed, primarily Montana movie that's hitting um, for a limited run. It's going to be in the theaters um, this next week, but not on the weekend. It's called Mending the Line, and it's um, a veteran-based um, movie. Um, about recovery, sort of like warriors on quiet waters, um, who they worked extensively mm -hmm. with during, for the film. And so I would really just encourage people to go out and, and see this movie. Um, great, great movie. Um, the, the, the writer of the movie, I think he's, um, I don't know if he's in Bozeman, but he's also a Montana individual. Um, so just my little plug, um, um, our family dog is also in the movie, so that was pretty yeah. pretty fun to see as well. But um, yeah, just uh, just uh, encourage people to go out and see it. It's a great movie. What's your dog's name? Um, Flicka is her name. All right. She was um, yeah, she was a young Malinois. I think about ten months when it filmed. So I mean, she doesn't have a very big part in it, but it was still fun to see her up on the big screen. Definitely. So. All right. Well, thanks yeah. so much for the well, call. Thanks. Yeah, thank you guys. You do a great show. Well, thank you very much. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Uh, good deal. Yeah. I love dog stories. Oh yeah, yeah. I got two of them. Uh, we don't care about that. Uh, let's see. According to Forbes, uh, from one of our texters, Fox Corporation has its own ties to environmental and social governments. Investing in BlackRock recently increased uh, its uh, stake in Fox uh, parent company, uh, which is uh, News Corp. Uh, so yes. Not necessarily well, the Fox old News Corp. News, yeah. but yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Regarding Biden's health, I always thought it was unfortunate that he did not uh, just put a brace on that leg uh, that, <laughs> that has dropped foot from past neurological events. And use a cane that uh, he would rather fall and risk being injured than just deal with his impairments. But I'm uh, really alarmed at the fact that it takes three people to haul him up off the floor. Google and the mortality risk and the ability to rise from the floor. So, uh, yeah. He must have told them he was okay when they reached for him, Shane. Because I agree with if, he, if he'd broken a hip and they pulled him up, uh, he'd, be, he'd be in bad shape. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's not it's not a good thing. Right? No, no, it isn't. Yeah. Uh, let's see uh, what else we got here. Thomas Edison. Uh, Tom. Uh, Thomas Edison was actually trying to invent an electric candle due to the shortage of whale fat for candle making at the time. Think about lights being rated by candle power foot candles. Nowadays, you want to buy lumens, light, not watts or heat. There you go. Oh, there you go. So thanks. Bam. Thanks for that. You uh, made us in there. Uh, more five-year-old PSAs. It's Saturday, and it's KMMS. What do you want? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's where we find ourselves. So. 
Well, yeah, May ratings collapse. Uh, Fox loses a third of their viewers, Shane. Uh, May was the Fox News Channel's first full month without Tucker Carlson. Cost them 32% of their primetime prime viewers. So, over the past few years, uh, Fox News has lied to viewers, uh, released a countless number of rigged polls, interfered in a presidential election, rigged a presidential debate, treated a proven liar like Christy Balzi Ford seriously, and even took seriously the ludicrous on its face fairy tale that Trump tried to grab the steering wheel of the presidential limo and then attempted to assault a Secret Service agent. So, so there you are. Yeah, uh, <laughs> incredibly, uh, those agents uh, testified and yeah. provided affidavits that didn't occur, which yeah. is false news. My um, guess is that if MSNBC had Rachel Maddow in the chair five days a week instead of just one, MSNBC would have topped uh, uh, Fox News. And I would... I that's very possible. Uh, not, e- not even close. You don't not think so? Not even close. That's why she's only on once a week. Well, oh my my God, she was a harbor of more lies and well, that's and true. Conspiracy but, theories yeah. and you know misinformation mm-hmm. and and uh, she was rude and obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and and she was the host of a debate with Hillary and then went up uh, you know went up on stage. Yeah. With the, the Democrat debate, and went up on stage with the camera still rolling after the debate and kissed Hillary. Yeah, and, I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoa. Let's take a phone call. 522 Talk is the number 406 522 8255. Caller, you're all with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Yeah, hey, how's it going, I guess? Um, so, anyways, the 4th of July is coming up. Yeah. And it's definitely my holiday of the year i wait all year mm-hmm. to go out and light fireworks and have a barbecue and shoot my gun off and, sure. you know everything you do on the fourth of july yeah and so this year i'm encouraging everybody around bozeman and belgrade and four corners and even big sky to come to bozeman to light fireworks off because we have an anti-american mayor who's trying to tell people she doesn't want people to light fireworks off this year. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, and I just, I told her this, I says, you know, I'll tell you what, and she says, oh, you're going to tell me what? Because I spoke to her on the phone, the mayor. Um, that was kind of her attitude right from the forefront. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've been doing this since I was, I can remember like two or three years old with sparklers, with now I'm doing it with my family, and I'm almost 50 years old. And then so we got this this mayor who had a little pity party going around. She had a, a city commission meeting. There was only about five people there. Had she put an APV out to the entire town, I guarantee you every single family and kid in town would be there saying, no, we're lighting fireworks off this year. But she went ahead and decided to try to vote without any voter approval. She didn't have a vote on this at all. She just decided to sweep the voters under the rug this time and be like, oh, yeah, we're not having fireworks this year because I'm anti-American and I don't want to sit here and listen to dogs bark. And, and, you know, and so I'm just not putting up with it. And so on top of that, I called the chief of police uh, in Bozeman. They will not and are not going to be prosecuting people for shooting fireworks off this year. Yeah, no, they don't have the the time or they don't have the time or the manpower to go out and do that. 
that is exactly what they said. They have mm-hmm. way better things to do. Yeah. And I told this to the mayor, and she was like, who are the police officers you talk to? Yeah. I can't <laughs> believe this, right? And, and so it's just an absolute joke that we have this city commission, an anti-American city commission sitting here in Bozeman trying to tell yeah. people what to do. I'm not taking it. I don't think anybody else is. Everybody come to Bozeman and shoot your fireworks off here this year. There you go. Thanks for the call. All right, appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I heard they they spent thirty grand on fireworks that will be at the softball complex out by the hospital. So, (laughs) guess we'll. Well, well, there you go. Well, this just in from the Daily Mail: um, a crashed UFO recovered by the U.S. military, distorted space-time, and was bigger on the inside than it was on the outside, Shane. So (laughs) tell me about that one. Claims the top attorney involved in bringing U.S. uh, UFO whistleblowers to Congress. Uh, So uh, a mind-boggling tale uh, who allegedly took part in the illegal undisclosed program retrieval crashed non-human spacecraft and who has now uh, briefed uh, Senate Intelligence Committee staff. So we'll see what what that comes up. But, Where that yeah. goes. Eh? Yeah, bigger on the inside than on the outside. Uh, that's the kind of car I need, Shane. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that should be good. So, so yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that has probably to do with folding of time yeah. within, when a, within a marginal space. And uh, which would be really cool to find out about. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, so all those woke companies uh, can lose 20 to 40 percent of their value and be just fine with it. Almost like their greed has allowed them to build massive bunkers of wealth. Uh, maybe we should just uh, maybe we should get back shopping local and encouraging others to uh, start small businesses. I've always said that uh, companies offering sales or discounts over 10 percent are openly admitting to their price gouging. So. Might be the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Let's see. Uh, well, uh uh, You're getting down to it there, Eagle Man. I know, yeah, we're getting down to the wire. I'm trying to get the best, uh, I'm trying to get the most newsworthy texts out, Shane. There's few and far between, unfortunately. So. <laughs> uh, you know, I have to waste money on fireworks to be a patriot. Bad for birds and dogs and cats, waste of money. Yeah, so another point of view on uh, on the fireworks there, so. Uh, need an uh, an RV like the UFO? Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> it's bigger on the bigger on the inside than it is on that's the outside. Good. There you go. That's are, a yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that quite a bit. So, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, stock prices, transitory value of a company is real assets. Uh, you are trying to censor. Can't read text that hurt audiences' feelings. No, I'm not reading the text that uh, that. <laughs> Are are it's just something. the same crap over and over every That's week. Right. Exactly. So okay, so Trump this, Trump that. Uh, you know, we've read it before, so I don't know why we need to read it again. Uh, why are these businesses even paying homage to this woke crap? Where is the profit margin from less than seven percent of the population? In fact, I don't even think it's seven percent. But asking for a friend. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't see where the 
that's what I said at the very, uh, well, I think in the second hour we were talking about it, Shane, that, uh, you know, uh, you carry dresses, you carry jeans, you know, take your pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <That's> right. <laughs> it doesn't have to have writing on it to tell, tell nope. us who you are, you know, so. That's correct, yeah. Uh, the difference between Trump's documents and Biden documents or uh, Biden's documents incriminate him. Trump's documents incriminate them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's probably that's a, true. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, I like, uh, I like that one a lot. So, uh, Will you talk about Jared Kushner getting $2 billion? No. Uh, same crap each week. Uh, so, Well, yeah, and Jared, yeah. Jared Kushner's family has been uh, extremely successful in real estate Mm -hmm. in the city of New York, uh, three generations, and they borrow money from people around the world to expand and maintain their business. There you go. That's the answer. There you are. So, yep. Well, you know, and I don't believe Kushner has been charged with any kind of a crime, Shane. He hasn't done any kind of a crime. Well, well, I mean, you you know. Yeah, no, he hasn't. Yeah. Uh, we can't talk about Kushner, but Hunter, we can't. Well, Hunter is uh, under uh, uh, charges for guns, uh, tax evasion. So, yeah, we can talk about and grifting. that. grifting. He's a grifter. What do you mean he hasn't been charged with any crime? <laughs> Where are you? Uh Okay, I think I've got, I think we've got all our text for, for a change figured out. But the, That's good. We've still got three or four minutes to go. So, so yeah, we're happy about that. So, this is exciting. So, yeah. Well, uh, the other thing, let's see what else we can talk about here, Shane. Um, well, uh, Elon oh, Musk. I know one thing I wanted to talk about. Now we don't have enough time to talk about Musk. Uh, we'll have to do it next week. Um uh, Last last Saturday, I was remiss because uh, uh, the uh, HRDC was wanting volunteers to clean up the camping areas that we were talking about last week, Shane. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, right. yeah. Volunteers from the community have to go out and clean up after these people that are parked on the streets and their campers and their tents and whatever else you have. And uh, that just seems, that just keeps kind of, the HRDC pays for the uh, dumpsters to go out there and, and they fill yeah, them up, right. you know, and now they need volunteers to go out and clean up, um, uh, you know, over, over by Winco and over by Costco and all these other places. So anyway, that's going to wrap it up for us. Say goodbye, Shane. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Be happy, be safe. And uh, we thank you all so very much. My best friend forever, uh, the great mm-hmm. Eagle Man, has made another great show possible, for which I'm grateful. Live in the moment. Live to work, because you, if you're going to get up in the morning and work, you might as well do something you love to do. And uh, as always, folks, it, the, the summertime is here. Enjoy it. Enjoy the weather. And 4th of July, the 1st of July, and come home with a smile on your face because that will make your family happy to see. Thank you, Thomas. All right, man. Thanks so much, Shane, for being here. As always, appreciate it. Thanks to all the callers. Thanks for all the uh, texters. We really appreciate you guys so much for supporting us out here. And um, we, uh, we hope you'll join us every week. So we'll be back next week.